Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode from Productivity Matters. This is a bit of a special, as today I'm not going to be talking about apps or productivity hints and tips. This is an episode about retail, and it's the time of year when shops get busy and people are buying things online, offline, and retail is an art. It's a science, and some companies do it very well, others not so well. And have you ever experienced buyer's remorse? You know, that time when you bought something, then regretted it? Well, in this episode, I'm going to be talking about my recent shopping experience at Apple. So what is it about buyer's remorse? Why does it happen? You know, we go out, we spend the money, we're excited, and then suddenly we're not excited anymore and we've lost interest or we regret buying that product. Now, I am certain that part of that is due to the experience of the purchase. I'm not talking about the weekly shop, obviously. I mean, you go to the groceries like Tesco's, Asda, whatever, and if the shelves are bare and what you want isn't available, then that can leave you pretty feeling pretty frustrated and exasperated and, you know, annoyed. But I'm talking about the, the big ticket items, the purchases that cost a lot of money. A new car. Well, not even a brand new car. A car that's new for you. You know, they still run into potentially thousands of pounds. And what about technical items like televisions, hi-fi systems, computer equipment? All of these are not your usual everyday purchases, and when you spend the money, you sort of want to feel like you've been loved a little bit, and you want to be sure that it meets your needs, and that's where the experience comes in. From the initial marketing, where they get you into the store, uh, to the presentation in the store or the showroom, and then to the interaction with the salespeople, then you want to know you're spending your money wisely. And a good salesperson will never pressure you. In fact, if it's, it's this pressure that can lead to the buyer's remorse. And a good salesperson will explain the features and the benefits of the item that you want to buy. And they will talk to you about what it can do for you and what it will do in your particular circumstance. In other words, they will listen to you and then they will point out everything about the product that you need to know. It may do so much more, but that's not what you need to know. And this leads me on to one particular experience when I recently visited the Apple Store. Now, I've always liked the way Apple sell their products. In fact, many people say that they sell themselves. When spending that amount of money, you want to enjoy the experience, and I have never been disappointed. And no, this isn't a story about the one time I was disappointed. That didn't happen. This is a story about how well Apple do it. I recently took my parents, along with my youngest son, to buy his birthday present. He's, you know, getting older now, and he's been going on and on about wanting an iPad Pro. He'd seen the Apple event when it was launched, and he knew he wanted one. Now, I know it's a big present, but to quote him, it's a big birthday, he's going to be a teenager, and, well, it's a big deal. So off we went to the Trafford Centre just outside Manchester to see what we could find. Now, we arrived early, the store wasn't open, but there were staff outside talking with shoppers as they were queuing up, and Jamie approached one of them and quite plainly asked whether he should get an iPad Pro or the new MacBook Air. Now, in past experience, other salespeople... <laughs> no, no, let's stop there. 
Salespeople suggest the job is to sell. In the majority of cases these days, when you go into a shop, you're expected to know what you want, and you don't dare ask any questions because whoever is attending is unlikely to know the answer. Maybe I'm generalising a little bit, but I'm not far off there. They just want your money. In an Apple store, they genuinely do stop and help you. So when Jamie spoke to him, and he didn't ignore him as a time waster, but treated him with the same respect that you and I would expect, he spoke directly to him, engaged him in conversation, and discussed what Jamie would need from the product. And a few minutes later, when the store opened its doors, he was off like a shot. Now, when we caught up with him, he was talking to another member of staff who was showing him the AirPods, another product that Jamie has been coveting. She paired them with his phone. He could listen to them as she talked about the benefits and how they could also be used as a hearing aid. Who knew about that? She engaged with Jamie directly. Then she introduced us to Bear. Now, he's a big guy with a great beard, which I'm guessing is where the nickname came from, who, when we met him from the outset, was all smiles and was very patient. Now, he chatted with Jamie. He pretty much ignored us. He had a chat with Jamie. He demonstrated the iPad Pro, how to perform split screen, how to use the pencil and the keyboard. It was a very polished performance, nothing less than you'd expect from an Apple store. And Jamie asked a lot of questions, and Bear was only too happy to answer them. And then Jamie asked about MacBook Air. Bear didn't miss a beat. He switched modes, and we switched tables, and he showed Jamie some of the features, again showing how he could have two screens at once to help with homework, along with other functionality specific to the Mac OS in ways that are different to iOS. And he didn't stop there. They were chatting away, and they were soon discussing the latest Avengers trailer and Ant-Man and the Wasp. However, remember this. Jamie had his heart set on the iPad Pro. It was all he talked about since the day it was announced. He had read reviews, he'd seen YouTube videos about it, and he even knew which size and colour he wanted. So, imagine my surprise when he said that the MacBook Air was probably more suitable for him. It was a totally mature decision that he'd arrived at all by himself. Secretly, I was quite pleased. I didn't think he'd benefit too much from the iPad Pro, especially as I'm a MacBook user myself. And as my parents settled up, and they even benefited from a Uniday's discount to get 10% off, uh, once in the bag, we shook hands. And as we, as we were leaving, the lady Jamie had first been speaking to about the AirPods suddenly appeared, wished him a very happy birthday. Now, that's what I call service. I suppose what I'm trying to say here is that this is the way to treat the future. Jamie is soon to be 13. He doesn't have thousands of pounds to spend. But in treating him like the purchaser, those two members of staff were engaging with the customer of the future. It was a terrific shopping experience. That one goes a long way to make sure you're buying the right product for you. And that was all I wanted to get across in this short, snappy episode to just tell you how shopping should be. We all shop online, we all spend a lot of money online, but when you go into a shop and you talk to somebody who knows their product, who will talk to you and understand how you want to use it, then you know that when you come away, you're going to feel elated and happy and pleased with the purchase and not wish you'd chosen something else afterwards. And that's all I wanted to say. So on that note, thank you very much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed the episode. You can still find me on Twitter at Prod Matters. There are plenty of other episodes you can listen to. Uh, so please do leave me comments, leave me notes, anywhere you can find me. Twitter, Instagram, 
Facebook even. I'll put all of those details in the show notes. And hopefully we'll catch up again soon. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, remember, productivity matters.